Santa Claus should not be a white man anymore. And when I saw this headline, I kind of laughed and I said, oh, this is so ridiculous. Yet another person claiming it's racist to have a white Santa, you know. And by the way, for all you kids watching at home, Santa just is white. But this person is just arguing that, that maybe we should, we should also have a black Santa. But, you know, Santa is what he is. And just so you know, we're just debating this because someone wrote about it, kids. Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and Wrong. Yes, you listen to Synchronon. The Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening, and welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, E. Simon. I'm Harrison. Harrison, I, uh, I noticed you're not wearing a Santa outfit. Um, how, how is the mall Santa thing going? Uh, I quit. You, you quit? Yeah, I did two days. <laughs> I did two days, and that was, that was plenty, man. That two was plenty. days? That was yeah. it? Did something happen causing you to quit? or did Yeah, you, I'll tell you what happened. Did you get in a fight with like a disgruntled child? No, I'm, though there was one kid that wanted pine cones. That's what he asked for. And I, was I like, don't get that. I was like, what's the matter with you? Yeah. Would the kid, did, you, did the kid explain why? Was he a hippie? No. He was just a weirdo, I think. No. You yeah. know, it's probably one of those. Did you see that movie with Viggo Mortensen where he like, raised his time. family in the forest? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it could have been one of those kind of families. And then he married the chick from X and then divorced her. And they had um, a kid, though. Yeah. So, no, What? first of all, it was in Pasadena. So all the parents are these fucking asshole engineers that make like you know three hundred thousand dollars a year because they come up with ways to kill brown people six percent faster yeah and they they act all entitled and they're i, I hate those cocksuckers there's, there's a lot of them. white privilege going on in pasadena yeah and it's like you're part of the military industrial complex and you can suck a dick <laughs> so as far as i'm concerned um so not to mention that there were you know some kids were really happy you know, when I was like, oh, 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 what is, you know, whatever. But did any kids look at you and be like, what the fuck is this poor man version of Santa going no, on here? There were at Fucking least skinny, looks like a, you know, he's were, on heroin. Well, I had a fat suit, but oh, okay. there were at least three kids where I literally saw the dream die in their eyes. As soon as they saw you? Because they're like, they like sat down and they're like, look at me. And then they're like, wait a minute. This is just some guy that smells like cigarettes and cortisone. As I was know? about to say, I figured those kids would be like, he smells like cigarettes and shame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I could literally <laughs> see the wheels turning in little fucking Timmy's mind where he realized, like, wait a minute, this whole thing is a sham. <laughs> and I, 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 it was like it was like watching, uh, you know, uh, 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 a dark, so, you know, a star turn into a fucking... Black hole. Yeah, if you think really about disturbing. it, you might have actually spurred the creation of a serial killer because you just shattered this kid's world. Yeah, multiple kids, like multiple kids, you just shattered their world. I'm giving them shattered dreams. Yep, That's right. Yep. They 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 just realize like, oh, this is a, a scam, and yeah. you know, my life is not worth living. My parents have been lying to me. I shatter their dreams, and then I freebase those dreams afterwards. <laughs> So wait, so tell me uh, what, what happened. You went two days. You actually did a, like a whole eight-hour shift at the mall? Yeah, it wasn't the mall. It was in downtown Pasadena. Oh, outside. Outside, yeah. Outside, yeah. wow. And Even the guy I, I worked with was really weird, the photographer. And it was like we were charging like, it was like $20 for him taking the picture. 
and fifteen dollars if you wanted to take your own picture with Santa with your phone or whatever. So, so the parents would be lined up. And they'd, they'd show up, yeah. They'd show up. A kid would sit on your lap. Did you do the on whole? My lap, oh, no, oh, on my knee. On my on knee. knee. Oh, okay. Come on. We don't say lap. We so the moms would sit on your lap. The children would sit on your knee. Yeah, there was there was a chick there was a chick that sat on my lap. That was fun. No, an adult. No, okay. Woman. Right. Uh, and then there any was, men? And then there was some woman that did, wanted to do martial arts poses because she does martial arts. So we did that. It's ludicrous. You know, yeah. uh, did any men sit on your lap? Yeah, ludicrous. Okay. Uh, oh, uh, the rapper. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, okay. No, no, no men. No men. Would you have been like, dude? Come on, man. You're a big old scary guy. Like just, you know, just it's just for kids. It would have to depend on the the gentleman. You know. Oh, okay. If, if a small guy like Tom Cruise, who's like He's Tom a- Tom Cruise, sure. You know. <laughs> As long as he doesn't jump up and down on my fucking knee like he's on Oprah, you know, because he's all excited about how he's going to start dating, uh, I don't know, Jennifer Lawrence or whatever. So you're outside for hours. Yeah. Like four hour. How long's the shift? The one on Sunday was fucking nine hours. Nine hours. Yeah. God damn. A half hour break in the middle. How many kids per hour? I don't know, man. A lot. What is this? The SATs? No, I'm just wondering. Like, yeah. and, what, I'm trying to get an idea of what it's like to be a Pasadena road Santa. It sucks. <laughs> is basically what we're talking about. You can get tips. You know, it, it is kind of interesting to to manipulate that into the tips. Hmm. You know, by telling kids to do chores and shit. You know, um, but how much did you get in tips? I don't know, but it was decent. Oh, you know? okay. That's yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Like sometimes you get like twenty bucks, you know, from just one parent, you know. So what was so weird about that photographer? Did he try to touch you or something? Did no, he would personal photos. He would just make weird noises at the kids to get them to smile, I guess. Like he'd be like, "Achoo, whoa, <laughs> and it it just kind of creeped me out. He after sounds a while. like Tom Kenny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shoo! It was it was just and I was like, ugh. Ugh. Apparently last year some people complained about the noises he and he's like, I'm just trying to get the children to smile. That wouldn't make me And he that was would, a bitter, that would make me scared. He was like an art teacher in I don't know, Thousand Oaks Sherman Oaks. He was an art teacher in Sherman Oaks in middle school. One of those bitter motherfuckers alive. That just never if you're, accomplished if you, anything. I, I think it's just if you live in a, in Los Angeles for long enough and you don't become rich, you want to fucking kill everybody. I think that's what happens. Well, it's because you're surrounded you by become, opulence. Yeah, you at become, every corner. Yeah, you become Manson. That's what eventually fucking happens. Yeah, and then you move yeah. out to like a ranch in the yeah. desert and plan their demise. Yep, yep. That's, that's kind of what happens. So I can see this guy probably had life. dreams of like you know being a famous artist, hanging out with uh, mm. Sophia Loren and the like. <laughs> and so what ended up happening? He just is a failed school teacher. Yep. Yep. I mean, making probably 40K a year. Look, somebody's got to be a school teacher. I know, but it's like that once again, it's, it's, it's got to suck. And so this is probably, this is his side business. Yeah. Oh, and he, and so that guy knows Lenora. And that's, no, 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 no. The guy who was Santa last year knows Lenora. Okay. And he couldn't do it this year for whatever reason. So, so how did you quit? Were you just like, dude, I'm done. This I was like, yeah, I don't like this. Uh, I'm quitting. If you can't find anyone by, because it was like an, another shift in four days, 
by then I'll do two more days, but I really don't want to. So <laughs> did he try to talk you out of it or was he like, no, hey, you're a shitty Santa no, anyway? No, he was like, I knew it. I knew it. He was like, I could tell. Wait, he could tell you didn't have the metal to be Santa. Yeah. That I didn't like it. That I, it wasn't going to be for me. <laughs> How intuitive. Yeah. Did he wear an outfit? No. What the fuck? He's Why a photographer. He... Yeah, but maybe he could be Santa's special elf photographer. I don't want a special elf, D. Well, <laughs> I'm just you saying. Know, it's I've like... had one, and it's it was a disaster. Instead, we got fucking... Total disaster. Instead, we got Ian, the weirdo art teacher. Right. You know, in a fucking mock turtleneck taking photos. Right. I don't know. This whole, <laughs> this whole thing sounds suspect to me. Santa's little helper, Armando. <laughs> <laughs> so you were like, so two days, you're done. Yeah. Did you give back the Santa suit? Yeah, I gave it back. Is the crotch cut out? Yeah, I had to let the crotch, crotch out a little bit, sure. I figured I, I, took just... the, I took the fat suit so I could, you know, pose as the, the world's first pregnant man. Into your reindeer games. Yeah. So your new thing now, because it, it seems like every week hmm. Harrison's got this new thing going on. So get, get rich quick scheme. Your yeah. new thing is Twitch. Oh, yeah. How's that going for you? Uh, it's, it's cute. It's, it's really cute. It's cute. It's interesting. You know, um, I have a clip. I have a clip with me. Oh. I prepared a clip. Okay. Yeah, a, cl yeah. a clip yeah. of the, uh, so people, people that don't know what Twitch is, yeah. Twitch is a online streaming service for video games and, uh, people can like stream them playing video games and people can subscribe to it and watch it. Yeah. People watch it. People watch it. I don't, I mean. I guess it's. I could see how it's kind of meditative to watch somebody else play video games sometimes, but it still is a little mind-boggling to me. Well, I can understand when it's like, you know, like my girlfriend mm. has a Twitch stream, but she's like an attractive woman. So right. I can understand like, oh, right. I'll watch an attractive woman play video games. That makes sense to me. Right. But I don't understand who would... Who would watch you play video games? Well, you know how, you know how here on the show, you know, you moderate everything. Uh, to to keep me in line to keep me. Like, I try. This is just Harrison Unchained. Wow, unbridled yeah. Harrison. Just just freeform. You know, fucking getting as close to Robin Williams as a man like me. Wow, could freeform get. Harrison. Yeah. Okay, so, I can see that. Yeah. I can see the appeal of that. So this is uh, this is uh, I just joined. There was a the queen of the vile bloods. Uh, I just I had just sworn an oath to her to join her cult and I drank her rotten blood. So wait, and this... then I was having second thoughts about it after I did it. Is this Metroid? No. Okay. No. <laughs> what, so what this game is, is uh, this? I'm just setting I'm setting up the clip for you guys. All right. Roll clip. Okay. Guy. Oof. You know, sometimes you make choices and you got to stick by them. Sometimes you make choices that you don't understand in any way whatsoever. Are you on a train? Would you like to drink no, I'm rolling around. blood oh, okay. and join the cult of Carndadu? Mm. Um, yes? I, I don't know. Would you like to go to Chuck E. Cheese for my nephew's birthday? Ow. Yeah. You must bring a present. And it goes on like but this beware, for hours. beware, the curse of that yeah. present will destroy mm. you. Well, can I just play? No, you cannot play the claw <laughs> game, for you will never win. Oh. Are you doing right. voices well, that, for sorry, all the you know, characters? Yeah, pretty much. Nice. So is that's it... that's what I'm doing. Yeah, and then I, I talk about the, the game I'm playing is Bloodborne, and it deals with H.P. Uh, Lovecraft's creatures. <laughs> and uh, so I, I go into some Lovecraft lore about how he, uh, he one time in the 20s, uh, it was like 
for just a nickel, you can record your voice on a record, on a wax cylinder, and hear your voice. So Lovecraft did it, and he sang the Banana Boat song, which is, you know, the song from Beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah, Day yeah, yeah. or whatever. And, but he had, he had a high voice. He had a really high voice, you know? I, did he really? Hey, to... Mr. Tallyman, tally me banana. <laughs> and, and he heard it. He was he, a castrato? And he just destroyed it, and it was horrified by his own ah. voice. Yeah. So, God, that'd be nice to have. Yeah. So, also, he died from stomach cancer from eating too much ice cream yeah, and eating all this food like out of cans. Of guy. Well, he was really racist. But to be okay. fair, it was all the right. 20s and everyone was really racist. Well, hey, it's 2016 and everyone's racist yeah. again. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you know, so why not? Mm. Um, so, uh, listeners could tune into what, what's your Twitch channel? Moloch and me. M O L O C H and me. Moloch and me. And, yeah. and so you can hear for like what, the ramblings of a schizophrenic man for what, two hours? Basically, yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah. You can watch you can watch him <laughs> yeah. I'm also doing highlights. So oh. if you if you don't have, you know, the time to uh it's I think it's weirdly I think people will find it soothing <laughs> in the same way that people watch ASMR videos of and the same way that I watch ASMR videos to, to get the girlfriend experience. I know? can't believe you've poo-pooed my idea. Not even, you've diarrheaed my idea of the Moon Man Twitch channel. Well, because first of all, that mask, that Moon Man mask that I have, if I wore that for more than five minutes, I'd die. It's, it's suffocating. Yeah, it it's suffocating. Like it. Or it'd be like that Twilight Zone episode where it's like you wear the mask past midnight and then your face becomes the fucking mask. I, I'm just saying, I think you'd be able to build... Because the, the thing is with Twitch, what I, I mean, yeah. I have limited knowledge of Twitch. And how am I going to do the robot voice in real time? I think you're just going to have to do it. You're going to have to learn how to do it. I don't know. Can you uh, develop that effect to your voice? Who am I, Rich Little now? I'm going <laughs> to... Come on. The, the, who's the yeah. guy from Police Academy that did all the voices? Michael Winslow. Can you do that? Can you channel Winslow? I could try, but I, you know, that that guy, that was a real talent that guy had. You know, there's got to be like a voice box that yeah. people use. What about the people with like? Uh, Do you remember they, that part from the Democratic convention where Bill Clinton was talking about watching all the Police Academy movies in a row? This past Democratic convention? <laughs> yeah. No. What was, was he just waiting for Hillary to get ready? Or no, something? he was talking in his stage. speech, and he's like, "Ah, I took fatherhood too far when I." Me and Chelsea watch all six Police Academy movies in a row. He loves the Police Academy movies. God, I didn't know. I mean, they, they, they are Proctor, like... Uh, you know, he's got the glue in his shampoo. Comedy Man, they gold were, mines. They were really rough on that guy, Proctor. I tell you. <laughs> well, so I have, uh, I have limited experience with Twitch. Yeah. But I do know that uh, women with massive breasts tend to do quite well in attracting uh, viewers. Oh, yeah, they do. Because it'll be like... It, you know, people watch my archives, but then my, on my live thing, I'll have maybe five people, and they can they can type comments, and then it translates it into a robot voice to me, so I hear their fucking comments. But you know, I'll have five people on my live stream, and this woman with just enormous breasts, uh, she has like nineteen thousand people watching. Oh wow! And, so, and it, tuning yeah. into her live. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm saying. You need a gimmick. Moon Man, dude. You start the Moon Man Twitch show, people are going to tune in and be you like, holy you... shit, Moon Man's playing video games. But would you be really racist? That's the thing. I don't even think I could see in that mask. <laughs> I'd just be like, I'd be like fucking Luke Skywalker with the goddamn <laughs> helmet where he can't see, you know? Well, I Good don't know. Good God. I think it's uh anyway I'm, you got to try to you know I'm trying to hip up the act for the kids. I, I I like it. I like it appealing to yeah. a new demographic. 
That's good. So, uh, so uh, in other news here, Harrison, uh, I, I'm sure you heard that uh, Fidel Castro died this past week. Oh yes, yeah. I, I love yeah. when we do a show in advance because, like, we both have lives outside of this podcast. Yeah, and so we do a show in advance, and then sure enough, a fucking dictator dies that weekend. Right. So instead of getting to talk about it last, we, we get to talk about it a week later. So you think you think there are people that only get their news from us? I think there's probably two or three listeners uh, okay. that only listen to us. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Because there, there are a couple like English guys that live like, yeah. I don't know, either somewhere in the, 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 the north of England. And that's, they this, live, is, this is know, their source for news. They live on the island from the Wicker Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the only way they hear about any, any current events is from this show. Okay. Yeah, it's sad. Um, but yeah, so, uh, so he was laid to rest actually today. Um, he died last weekend at the age of 90. Mm. Which is quite amazing that he lived to be ninety. Yeah, going to get to that in a second. But uh, he was late to All rest the today. Cigars. Yeah, that's what does it. Three, in a three-minute ceremony at Santiago de Cuba's Santa mm. Ifigenia Cemetery, ended nine days of public mourning mm. for the the revolutionary who led Cuba for nearly half a century. Right. Um, the current Cuban president Raúl Castro slid the box of ashes into an opening in the mausoleum. Um, and uh, there, there he is interred with a plaque that just says Fidel. Yeah, it's really simple. Hmm. Um, you know, he had uh, invited like a whole list of uh, of of, uh, of dignitaries. Um, did you see that? Including left leaning actor Danny Glover. Oh, he did invite Mel Gibson, but he did invite Danny Glover. I don't know if Danny went or not. He's getting too old for this, you know, so he, I don't think he went. Maybe, but the official you know. guest list went on for like 20 pages. Uh, but Diego Maradona went, um, Nicaraguan president went, the Congolese president, Ethiopian president, mm. like all the foreign dignities went there. And even Castro's wife and children, whose existence has been a secret. Oh. Because I'm sure we would have killed them. Right, yeah. <laughs> if we knew where they were. Um, they, they even showed up. Hmm. But, uh, that, but that's what I'm saying. It's remarkable that that guy lasted... 90 years. I, yeah. you, you wouldn't think he would, considering how many times America failed to kill him. Oh, yeah. I, 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 you know, as uh, people always talk about this, like all the assassination attempts on, on Castro, and I, I knew there were a few. I, you <clears> know, I heard the exploding cigar, and I heard, like, uh, the, the poison pills and all that. But, you know, there were 634 attempts on Castro's life. That seems like a lot. Dude, that just seems pathetic. Yeah, yeah. 634, Mossad... If yeah. they hired Mossad, they would have just killed him. Like, Mossad doesn't fuck around. Like, they'll fill your beeper filled with C4 and blow up you and your entire family right. on a road trip. They don't even care. Dude, I mean, here's the thing about the CIA, right? The CIA, is their involvement in South American affairs, they, they're not good at doing stuff themselves. What they do is they give money and guns to death squads you know, right-wing death squads to, to quash communists. And they're good at, like, interacting with those people and getting those people to do their dirty work. They're not good at doing it themselves. Well, you know, they hired some mafioso guys to yeah. do it. And those dudes... Uh, think, oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the, and those guys... Uh, I think there's, a, there's, like, two James Elroy books about that. Yeah, but those two guys ended up getting kicked out of Cuba by Castro, right. so they never yeah. ended up being able to carry out the hit. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, after the Bay of Pigs, it's really hard to get in there. So you get, like, one idiot or, like, a cat with a bomb strapped to it or whatever stupid shit. But some of these some of these attempts are, like, I mean, I mean the attempts, mm. the ideas are so outlandish that you mm. think it's, like, was this from, like, a Mr. Bean plot <laughs> or something? Well, the CIA was so ridiculous back then, like, Operation Project Stargate. I'm not even going to go into it, but look it up. It's fucking fucked up. 
And of course, MK Ultra. The thing yeah. about MK Ultra that um, a lot of people don't realize is that before they started testing out like a hundred micrograms of LSD on prisoners, they would just test it out on each other. So you'd be in like the CIA cafeteria getting coffee, <laughs> and then it hits you. And then you'd, yeah, and then you'd see like a like a guy with a clipboard taking notes with a lab coat, <laughs> and you'd be like, "Oh shit, a you know," and then you'd fucking lose your mind. Well, it's it's. I, I I would just like to hear the brainstorming session when they're like, "Okay, we got to kill Castro." Yeah. What do you think we should do? Okay, I got an idea. There's a lot of uh, mollusks in the uh, you know in, in the bay there, and uh, what I'm thinking we should do hire the mollusks. <laughs> what I'm thinking what we, we should, should do let's paint them. them in vivid colors mm. to attract the attention of an underwater Castro, and <laughs> uh, just put a shell in there as soon as it yeah. uh, as soon as he touches it, it explodes. That was one idea. The, that, that plan was abandoned. But then another plan involved preparing a custom-made diving suit infected with tuberculosis. Oh, yeah. Because I guess he liked to dive. Yeah. Um, they abandoned that one, too. Those, those tuberculosis suits are pretty expensive nowadays. But, but they were obsessed with killing yeah. Castro. Right. Like, what, did Castro try to kill any of our dignitaries? No. Any of our presidents? No. no. Any of our uh, political well, figures? Well, I mean, he did threaten to kill everyone. Well, he threatened to kill everybody. Yeah. But yeah, he didn't actually carry it out. Was he sending Cuban spies? Probably. Um, no, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he did. Well, the obsession on the part of the CIA and their exile allies perhaps only had a modern equivalent in mm -hmm. the hunt for Osama. But I don't recall them coming up with just these outlandish ways to assassinate Osama. Wasn't Osama it's just like we're just going to bomb the shit they out of that guy? They couldn't find, yeah, they couldn't find him. Yeah, and they were sending so. drones out and things like that, but they right. weren't trying to like, you know, send exploding cigars or um, right. femme fatales. Right. And there was another thing. And like, why, they weren't trying to, you know, they weren't sending fucking, you know, uh, whatever, tigers with fucking swords coming out of their eyes <laughs> to Ho Chi Minh, Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, were, like, why weren't they doing that? I just don't. Yeah, I don't Ridiculous. understand why it's like with yeah. uh, with uh, Castro. They had to mm. they had to get so creative. Yeah. So the assassination attempt started probably because the CIA didn't employ Asian people back then. Oh, that could that be. might be why. Uh, the assassination attempt started under the presidency of Eisenhower and continued through through Kennedy and Lyndon Johnson. Mm. And uh, during Richard Nixon's tenure, they had 184 attempts, which is more than any of the other presidents. Oh. Yeah. That cocksucker just won't die. <laughs> Kissinger, get in here. So one of the most famous is the exploding cigar, which was supposedly to have been given to Castro when he visited the UN in New York. Mm. Um, but apparently that didn't work. Another idea was to contaminate a cigar with botulism, mm. but it actually never reached him. And uh, he quit mm. smoking in 85. So the mm. cigar thing wasn't going to work. Uh, they, they hired a former lover. Okay. As a, as a hit woman to give poison pills to, uh, to uh, Castro. But... Mm. According to her, Castro guessed her intentions and uh, offered her his own pistol so she could finish the job, and she said she couldn't do it. How romantic Damn, is son. that? Wow. Yeah. Um, and even as recently as 2000, yeah. which I, this kind of blows my mind, when Castro was due to visit Panama, a plot was hatched to put 200 pounds of high explosives under the podium. Yeah. But I guess the security team carried out their own checks, and they, they foiled the plot. Yeah. So we're still going after the guy, and it was only like 16 years ago. Yeah, and there was, a, there was some point where the CIA was like, all right, guys, we're not going to assassinate leaders anymore. But that just meant they were going to hire other people to do it, which they've been doing all along anyway. So <laughs> I heard one time they, they uh, painted a tunnel on uh, the side of a wall and hoping he would run into it, thinking it was a real tunnel. But that but didn't work like either. That's like straight out of Looney Tunes. 
Yes. Yeah, I'm yes, surprised that didn't work. Yeah, that didn't work. My favorite, my favorite thing that they tried to do to him is they, mm. they had a non-fatal plan. Okay. Just to discredit him. Yeah. So what they did is they uh, they took LSD aerosol spray cans ah. and they sprayed down a podium uh, while so we, while he was making a broadcast it would be sprayed around him so then he would like you know lead to national humiliation as he freaked out during the broadcast okay so he'd, they sprayed down a podium with LSD hoping <laughs> that when he went up there to go speak. It would just like, you know, he'd, he'd soak in the, the, the LSD through his skin and then start freaking out on a national uh, broadcast. I like how there's just a seven year period in history when everything the CIA did had to do with LSD. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was so new. I mean, it was yeah. a novel drug then. It was yeah. new. They know about it. And they're like, hey, where, how can we weaponize this? Yeah. <laughs> well, let's just uh, let's get Castro with LSD. Yeah. But Castro thought, oh, he just become groovier. Damn it. That's the thing. Castro was like, this is groovy. Yeah. I don't mind this. So eventually, uh, the, the U.S. abandoned its attempts and instead introduced a trade embargo of the island in an effort to dislodge Castro. Hmm. Um, however, the Cuban Security Service remained wary of any gifts sent by foreign well-wishers. Right. And uh, doubles were used to confuse potential assassins. Sure. And Castro moved around the country constantly, hmm. like uh, even up until the, the day he died. And asked if he wore a bulletproof vest, Castro replied, mm. I have a moral vest. A moral vest. A moral v- vest. What? A vest of morality? I'm not sure. I don't know what he means by that. That's weird. Yeah, that is, that is weird. Huh. Um, but yeah, you'd think that the, the CIA over the years, I mean, decades of trying to kill this guy mm. would have come up with a better solution than like, you know, LSD sprayed podium or a parrot with a bomb that, you know, on his neck or whatever, whatever they, I mean, right. it's, it's just weird. It's like you go to Mossad, yeah. Mossad knows what they're doing. Yeah. Like we've been allies with Israel for a long time. Right. Why don't you ask for their help? <laughs> Instead, it's like, yeah, yeah, it's like a Mr. Bean, you know, uh, with, with Seth Rogen. We've and, infected uh, this lizard with AIDS, and we hope that it'll make its way into his office and bite him somehow. <laughs> That's what we're hoping. Have we tried any? Uh, has the CIA CIA came up came up with any ingenious events to go after Kim Jong Un? I don't. I don't think so. I'm yeah, I, yeah. I think they uh, they hired James Franco and Seth Rogen to make a exactly. terrible fucking movie <laughs> just They're to like, piss him show off. Him. Anyway. Hmm. Uh, People's episode 561 here is sick and wrong. We got a fistful of steel coming up next, and after that, some Woo! phone calls. Uh, before we get to that, here's a word from Adam and Eve. Ah, the holidays. It's snowing outside, the fire is crackling, and there's a big jar of unused lube on your nightstand. And that can only mean one thing. It's December. Yes, that time of year that we celebrate Christ's alleged birth with the purchase of a shiny brand new dildo at AdamEve.com. And if you use coupon code DIDDLE on your order, you'll get 50% off your first purchase, three free adult DVDs, and a free gift. Show your loved ones you still care and cram a brand new dildo down their holiday road. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamAndEve.com, and making a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E, like priests do to altar boys. Hallelujah. That is absolute bull piss. Absolutely. Uh, my sperm was as potent as it got because I knocked up a broad who had a black baby. Absolutely. Uh, well, I'm inciting violence, and somebody bring me up on charges because that is horseshit. That motherfucker goes into my. This is my realm. Absolutely. Uh, 
I'm going back to the old school, back in the 50s and the 1940s when they used to use VD for venereal disease. Fuck the STDs, I still have VD. No fucking way. I don't buy it, I don't believe it, and I think it's pure fabric. Steel. D. What's cracking, man? Um, how 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 are you uh, surviving with the Trump presence here? Are you coping well with this? Are you uh, crying into your uh, Altez beer? Well, I have been curled up in the fetal position and locked in my bedroom for the last three weeks. I can't leave the house. I'm so distraught over the outcome of the election, as you can tell. Have you been able to masturbate? Uh, you'd be surprised, but the answer to that question is yes, I have been able to oh. All right, all right. Well, that's good, because yeah. I've read a lot of liberal men. Um, I've read about this. A lot of liberal men can't perform in the sack anymore. Like, they're having uh, performance anxiety and issues because they're so depressed with the Trump presidency that they can't maintain an erection. Oh, so what do they think? Trump's going to come in their bedroom and grab their wife's pussy when they're fucking knee deep? I think it's just it's just they're so depressed about the state and so and they have such a, a high source of anxiety that uh, they can no longer perform. As I, I write about this, a lot of liberal men right now are uh, seeking uh, help for with EDD. So maybe this might be a cottage industry for you, like. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I can maybe be a motivational speaker. I have had my struggles with ED, but it has nothing to yeah. do with who's elected into the Oval Office. This is fantastic. <laughs> I, th- I think I think I said wrong e- with people. I think I said EDD, but it's ED, just erectile dysfunction. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was about ready to ask: Is that related to ADD? Is there a new? Is it something to do with adult uh, attention deficit disorder and e- and erectile dysfunction combining into one disease that I don't know about? It's now called erectile deficit disorder. Just not enough erections. That's what's happening. That's, That's fantastic. Like, well, I got to tell you this about that whole election night. I have, you know, first of all, I thought it was the whole night was comedy gold from start to finish, especially once Hillary started realizing that she was losing all the states that she thought she was going to win. And they then when that when CNN or Fox or whatever they show the two headquarters the two different camps when they like planned over to the Trump fucking headquarters when they were starting to get momentum and starting to win this thing and it looked like there was inevitable inevitable that they were going to pull off the un, uh, the unthinkable it looked like a fucking frat party in Fort Lauderdale like a wet t-shirt contest but all then they white go over people to fucking Hillary's camp and it looked like they're holding a vigil for a school shooting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, know. I, I love that part with the when the Republicans finally realized. Like, I think right after they got maybe after they got Wisconsin, and then when they went Florida, they're just like fuck it, and they pulled out the KKK hoods and were just partying. Remember it that? Was fantastic. Yeah, they were they were happy. But but yeah, I could imagine. I was thinking about you because I, I went to a bar in uh, Los Feliz, not that far from where I live, and uh, I remember like for during the I think it was two thousand eight when Obama was elected. It was a fucking party. Everybody was partying. I, I remember being in this bar doing a bunch of blow with some girl and like messing around with her in the bathroom. So I was expecting something similar. I expected this, a similar experience because Hillary I thought would win for sure, like most people did. And uh, no, it is. It, you know, conversely, it was a completely opposite reaction. It was just like at the end of the night, women were crying. You know, liberal men were just holding their heads, you know, staring down at their beer. And I was thinking about you. I was just like, wow, I, I bet you this probably would give Steele an erection. 
Just this like well, complete I, sadness and melancholy. I've had a political boner the likes of which I've never seen before that night. I was just, and like I said, I had no dog in the fight. I mean, I didn't even vote libertarian this year because I didn't like the libertarian candidate. I basically wrote in William Taft and I think he got one vote this year. It was from me. But, uh, so I didn't even vote for anybody. I didn't have a dog in the fight. My only dog in the fight is comedy. And I would have came down a winner either way because Hillary has a lot of shortcomings I can make fun of for four years. Trump has a lot of shortcomings oh I can God. make fun of for four years. Comedy. So I win in all this. I, so I, I, didn't, I couldn't lose. It was a win-win for me. So I err on the side of comedy when it comes to this. But I will say this. Everybody knows the motif in the dorm room, which is where I reside, is you know, chock full of Charles Bronson Death Wish movie posters, and it might have a Shaft in Africa soundtrack uh, album and a uh, Richard Pryor, that nigger's crazy on the wall. <laughs> but the day after that election, I was taking still shots off of CNN and Fox News of bearded millennial men crying into their craft <laughs> beer over the results of the election, which I am now framing and putting those on my wall because there is nothing that I find more comical than a fucking teary-eyed millennial. And I think we can all agree that crying millennials is fucking hilarious. Well, you do know those are the guys who are suffering from EDD. Well, they're going to be frozen in history now, framed on my wall, because the funniest things I've seen are the despair and the looks on their faces and the tears and the, the frowns and just the look like they just lost their fucking puppy to a semi-truck. Uh, hitting it in the middle of the road that I, I've never seen this like ever in any election yeah. where people are so entrenched and so invested in some demagogue that they're never going to fucking meet in their entire life where they're literally distraught. I graduated with some broads who are so like so pro liberal and everything's, you know, Hillary this and I'm with her and they got their I'm with her fucking stickers on and all that shit. They were so distraught that they had to stop. They, they didn't go to work for two or three days. They called in <laughs> sick from work and stayed home crying in their fucking bedrooms. Wow. Yeah, no, that, that, yeah. That, that's been the react. That's been the reaction down here. There's a lot of uh, here. I don't know if it, I think it's subsided now, but here there are a lot of these protests. And so I was telling guys that I work with, I'm like, dude, just go get an I'm with her shirt and you're going to meet so many girls. Just go down there, cry a little bit, wear your I'm with her shirt. And there's tons of hot girls. You know, there's Yo. it's, it's, it's a perfect opportunity. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you hear all these people, like I hear all these people, well, oh, but Steele, now that Trump's in the office, how am I supposed to teach my son to, to, to not disrespect women? Well, the same way you taught your son that fucking slavery wasn't okay when Jefferson had a few interracial babies. I mean, you, 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 just because who's ever in office doesn't mean that that's all of a sudden, oh, he grabs pussy, so all oh, my sons are going to go around the fucking country grabbing pussy. Well, all the, no, he's not. It's ridiculous. Well, I know, it's Steele. Like, it's a, I heard uh, slavery might be coming back in a couple of states. It's up for the vote again. Well, it's, it's been taking place in my dorm room uh, for quite some time. I do not let the blacks and the whites mingle on my wall. You know, I figured I figured you'd be a bit elated over this the results of this whole election because I've heard. But now that you know racism. Like, which has been dormant, you know, over uh, during the Obama administration. A lot of people are like, you know, upset by the the hypersensitivity of the liberal, the liberal uh, yeah. uh, presidency that we've had in the past four years. So now this latent racism has come to the forefront and, and, and has emboldened a lot of these racists. So I'm thinking a lot of words that you use on a regular basis 
will now be accepted in uh, in society, like the word colored. I think you can now say colored anywhere you want, and people are going to be like, oh, thank you for bringing that word back to us. I use that along with Negro. I, I still love the yes. word Negro. I think it's a fantastic word. I, I don't know why we ever really got rid of it. It, it says what I mean, Negro in Spanish, I believe, is just it, it's just the word black. Like if you get a crayon that has like it'll Negro. say black in America, but then it'll have a Spanish language. It'll say Negro. So I don't know what's so offensive about the word Negro. But yeah, I am very happy about this <laughs> because the last time we were able to use this type of language is when Michael Richards did his infamous L.A. Laugh Factory set where he was talking about niggers hanging from a tree with a fork up their ass. So I'm very elated about the outcome of the election. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, vocabulary is going to go back to like how it was pre-1950s. So um, due to this backlash against political correctness, so now I think uh, the words Octoroon. I'm, I'm sure you can start saying that, um, you know, in public again. Colored. I've never stopped saying it. I'm also <laughs> a big fan of their, their the, the lesser of the Octoroon, the Quadroon, okay. who was only one-fourth black, as opposed <laughs> to the Octoroon, who was one-eighth black. I'm a big fan. And, of course, we know blacks themselves are actually only three-fifths of a person. So there's a lot of fractions going around when it comes to talking about black people. Well, I figure you're you're going to be less restrained now with the Trump presidency. I think you can go out and speak your mind, and you're probably going to impress the ladies with your knowledge of uh, formerly racist terms for black people. Well, I, well, we can only hope. I mean, <laughs> that's a Trump's America that I'm looking forward to. That's, that's the side that I'm really looking forward to, because maybe I can actually get laid out of this. Yeah, maybe actually now the things that come out of my mouth are going to be found attractive. And, oh, wow, he's sexy. Look at that wordsmith using such racial epithets. He's fantastic. That's totally what I thought was going to happen. It's like now, next four years, they're going to be like, wow, Steel, I never realized the sexiness that you have. Yeah, I think I think you're gonna. I think it's gonna benefit you. Anyway, you sent me some uh, some rants, some uh, and and a couple of these. All these rants are usually uh, very topical, but this uh, the first two are uh, are current articles in the news right now, and uh, also topical due to the season. So uh, this, the first one's about the Mall of America and the new Santa that they hired. Well, it looks like the Mall of America just hired its first black Santa. This is bullshit. What's next, America? A black president? Perhaps a white blackula? Since when did blacks stop being property? Speaking of blacks, I just heard that once Obama's out of office that he might star in his own TV comedy series. Oh, that's fantastic. The last time we gave a well-spoken black his own comedy TV show, he ended up date-raping the entire supermodel industry. Um, are you referring to Benson? The show Benson? What's that? <laughs> Do you remember the show Benson? Yes, Roger, Robert Guillaume or how yeah. his last so, name. I'm so, a big fan of that show. Is Obama going to do a similar show like Benson? Are you well, what else could he do? He's, he's, <laughs> but the day raping thing, I was referring to Dr. Huxtable. Yeah, that, that's what I'm wondering. Do you think he's going to go the Benson route or the Huxtable route? I'm not sure. I'm hoping maybe he combines the two. Okay. Maybe he... He plays like a governor's assistant. It also has a, a guy in a college, an OBGYN's office in the basement and also stocks it with Spanish fly roofies and Mickeys and that he often, often examines the pussies of supermodels that fall asleep while in his care. You know, I kind of like where you're going with this. I like the cut of your jib steel. I'm thinking you could de- he could be a governor's assistant or a president's assistant, but meanwhile he's doing like, you know, back alley abortions. In his own in his own clinic, 
there you go. He has his own planned parenthood yeah. in the back of the White House. That would be even more amazing. <laughs> I'm thinking this would be a good series. Wow, I like that. I, I bet you Obama might star in that. He's a funny guy, though, Obama. Like, did you ever see some of those, uh, where was it, the, the, the National White House Correspondents Dinner, when he, like, roasted Trump? Was, those were pretty funny. He, he, he said some funny things over the course of time. I don't know how funny he is innately. In other words, I don't know how oh, much he yeah. can write, how creative he is on his own. Because a lot of those dinners and stuff have like professional comedy writers or comics that write the jokes for them. So I don't know if he could actually come up with his own shit because I'm all about, you know, people coming up with their yeah, own bits the and their cost, own shit. Yeah. But yeah, he was able to deliver it properly and, and uh, you know, get, get the point across and, and, and get the setup punchline right to make it funny. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, he did all right at some of those. Yeah, Trump appreciated that. Um, so, so what's the deal here with the, with the mall Santa? Why are you against a black mall Santa? Like, you know, honestly, I don't even care mainly cause I'm Jewish and I don't care about Santa, but it's like, you know what? Why not? Why not have a black Santa? Why not have a Muslim Santa? Why not have an Asian Santa? Well, because I think it's, well, I mean, first of all, I'd be all, I'm for all colors being Santa because uh, I mean, Santa is fucking Santa. But I think before we delve into this issue any further, I think before any black or Muslim or any of these races or now transgenders or any of these other <laughs> fucking people get <laughs> the opportunity to Santa. play Santa. I think before they get the opportunity, I think Santa's the midgets who play Santa's elves should have the opportunity to be Santa long before any race or nationality should have that opportunity. So I think we've basically told the midgets and the dwarfs in this country, oh, fuck you. You're next in line to be Santa for all these years, but fuck you. Now we're going to make a black man Santa and you can go back to being an elf. I think we should be promoting the midgets into that position before we promote women and blacks and Muslims and chinks and all the rest of them. You know, you bring up a uh, salient point there. You know, these, these midgets have, if you look at just seniority, they've been putting their time in. You know, they've been working for Santa every year. Why aren't they? For hundreds of years. How old is Chris Kringle? How old is Santa? He's got to be a thousand years old, right? How old is this asshole? Yeah. Like, uh, why, why aren't they taking over, uh, taking over the role? Hmm. I find it funny that the Mall of America just got a black Santa now. It's like, you know, I mean, we've had like black kids have been celebrating Christmas for a long time. You know, why, why, why wouldn't you have had, had one like a few years ago? Well, I mean, the funny thing to me is I live near Saginaw, which is the city of Saginaw, the city limits itself is like 95% black. And they've had black Santas I've seen over yeah. there on the corners for years. And now they're, all of America makes, not only do they get their first black Santa, but they got to make a big to-do about it. we got to yeah. have it in the, it's got to be the front page of the news deal. and on Fox and on CNN. It's a fucking black Santa. We've had <laughs> fucking hundreds of them in Saginaw for the last three decades. Where the fuck have you been? You know, a transgendered Santa... Now, that is news. I want to see that. That actually. is news. And you know by next year we're going to have our first transgendered Santa somewhere. In fact, we probably already do. And it's just a matter of getting it. might be happening right now as we speak. And by Monday morning, we might be hearing about it. It's got to be <laughs> happening. I mean, because the transgenders are so hip and so trendy right now. Now is the time they, they need to seize the moment if they ever want to step into the Santa spotlight. You know, every year 
I've always said that I wanted to go down to there's there's a few so Magic Johnson has a bunch of theaters he owns a bunch of theaters not not that many but it's like a chain of theaters like three or four but they're all at like in malls in like Compton and South Central mm-hmm. and uh, these malls have like they all have Black Santa so every year I've said that uh, I wanted to go down and take a holiday sick and wrong holiday photo with a Black Santa I think I'm gonna do that this year gonna get Harrison we're gonna go to find a Black Santa and we're each gonna sit on a uh, you know, right, left knee, and take a holiday photo. I'll send you one. Well, I I already have a boner just thinking about it. I'm already <laughs> semi erect as we speak. Well, I'm glad you're not suffering from EDD. And just no, I'm ED. not. But feel free to Photoshop me in the picture, maybe blowing the black sand as well. <laughs> it's always a good time when you Photoshop people into pictures and make them blow somebody. Yeah. <laughs> All right, second rant we got here has to do with a movie about Barbie. Well, I see that the news has just reported that Amy Schumer is about to land the lead role of Barbie for the new upcoming Barbie movie. Well, of course Amy Schumer is about to be Barbie. After all, we live in a world where traditional white characters are now played by blacks and traditional male characters are now played by broads. Just in the last decade alone, we've seen a gook play one of Charlie's Angels, we've had a black Annie, and a shitload of unfunny, annoying skirts as our Ghostbusters. So I guess it should come as no surprise to me that Hollywood would now pick some thick ankle average-looking slob to portray what should be a hot, skinny chick. Only in America's overly sensitive, politically correct, anti-body-shaming feminist climate can such a thing happen. Well, great job, America. In one casting call, we've allowed feminist bullies to take a Barbie from a size zero who used to shop in the petite section to a size 42 who now has to shop in the husky department. Tell me this, Hollywood. How did Barbie all of a sudden gain so much weight? Did she trade in her bulimia for a thyroid problem and some type 2 diabetes so that she could go from being the equivalent of a Victoria's Secret runway angel to what is now basically nothing more than a fashion bug plus catalog model? Huh. What, is Barbie now going to ditch her token black friend on their way to the beach so that she can attend Jenny Craig meetings with Kirstie Alley? Hey, why don't we make Ken into a straight guy while we're at it? Or at least let's turn him into a leather bear with a gelatin dildo fist and a ball gag in his mouth instead of that preppy bottom fruit that he is. Where the fuck is Donald Trump when you need him? If he can stop Carrier from moving to Mexico, then he can surely stop Hollywood and the Mattel Toy Company from casting a doughy Barbie. He promised to make America great again. Well, now I think Trump needs to step up and demand that we make Barbie's pussy grabbable again. Look, cocksuckers, I can live in a world where Bruce Jenner has tit implants and blacks can use the same drinking fountains as me, but I'll be damned if I'm going to live in a world where Barbie has cankles and a slow metabolism <laughs> so do you, do you think donald trump is anti-cankle yeah, absolutely <laughs> there's no question in my mind that he would probably you know i mean he's proven he's he said so much as a flat-chested chick can never be a 10 well i'm assuming he's thinking the same thing about a chick with big thick ankles could never be a 10 as well and donald <laughs> trump i mean look at what he surrounds himself with his wife his daughter his daughter-in-laws he surrounds himself with hot pussy so yeah he'd definitely not be a big fan of a cankle I wonder if he's going to uh, pass any, like, anti-cankle legislation. Like, you know, if... Because uh, cause I think that right there would uh, cause a lot of uh, friction amongst his voter base. Because I'm thinking a lot of his voters, especially in the, the Rust Belt states, have cankles. 
I live in the Rust Belt states, and I can assure you that this is, in fact, fact that they do have cankles. Because I know a lot of people that were diehard Trump supporters, and they had their cankles were bigger than Hillary's in some cases. And Hillary's fucking cankles are legendary. Her cankles are so legendary that I think at one point somebody wanted to change her last name to Cankles. <laughs> Hillary Cankle? Yeah, maybe, Hillary maybe, Cankles. Maybe that's what it was. It's, 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 this election was a war on the cankle. It could be, and, and it's about time. I mean, the cankle is very unsightly. Uh, it's very aesthetically unpleasant, if you will. So Amy Schumer, Amy Schumer. Yeah. If uh, who I actually do find Amy Schumer funny. I, I've seen uh, I've seen some clips on her show that I I, I found uh, humorous. I, yeah, I think she's I think she's funny. I've never seen her perform, but uh, I I do find her. But I don't find her attractive. Like she she exemplifies just like that average you know midwestern chick you'd find at a sports bar that's just wasted and it's like you know approaching two in the morning you're kind of drunk and you're like ah fuck it why not you know i'll go home with you who cares about your cankles like that's that's the type of girl she reminds me of so i I do find it funny that uh they would cast her as uh, barbie but obviously this is some kind of social commentary this movie's trying to make oh, for, sh- for sure. I mean, I, I think it's probably not the first time I've done a rant on body shame, the body shaming movement or any of that fucking shit, but there's no doubt about it that they, they're being pressured by society or social networking or, or just some feminist group in general or feminist groups in general to cast a Barbie who isn't going to make young girls think that they have to live up to a size one mm. or whatever. That's the fucking argument. Well, that's what Barbie fucking is. She's a fucking size one. That's what she is. So, I mean, or or less, I don't know where actually exact measurements would be in real life, but they're certainly not Amy Schumer's measurements. So this whole idea of now we we can't hurt anybody's feelings to the point where we have to cast people in roles that they don't belong in just to make some sort of, you know, uh, pro woman uh, statement is fucking, it's a fucking complete bullshit and it's absurd, but nobody will call Hollywood (laughs) out on it, I'm sure. Well, maybe now assholes like me. Yeah, maybe now they will because now it's acceptable to do that. So, so what are, are you saying that if a woman is anorexic, that means she loves you? Like if she's willing to not eat for three days just so uh, you'd find her that that you'll find her attractive. That means that's true love. Is that what you're saying? I think women should strive for that. I think women should not anorexics. I think anorexics are fucking disgusting. They're like the, uh, you know, you got the pigs that are 400 fucking pounds, and that's fine. Everybody fucked a pig. I love pigs. They've come in handy for me many, many times. But the anorexic is the other end of the spectrum. They're a little too, bo- but, but you know, Barbie isn't really, I mean, she's still formed. She still has shapes and hips and stuff. She's still very attractive, and she's thin and fit. But, yeah, I, I think, I don't think it's bad for a body image of a young girl to have a Barbie doll. There's a lot of chicks that fucking have Barbie dolls that fucking grow, that eat like a fucking garbage can that grow up to be a big fat pig. So I don't think that you should ever, if your kid is, if you're raising a kid and they're striving to be an action figure or a fucking doll and they, they're all upset and they're emotionally distraught because they can't live up to the image of a doll that they play with, then you're a bad fucking parent is what I'm saying. And we shouldn't be kowtowing to this whole fucking, oh, we, we got we to gotta give girls a more uh, favorable body image to try to live up to. No, you don't. It's a fucking Barbie doll. It's a fucking movie about Barbie. So put somebody in there who fits the role of Barbie better than Amy Schumer who has big, thick thighs i mean she's not even obese but she's a bigger thicker woman she's she's not a fucking barbie so um 
So people, we, we are, we're going to have to hurry up here with, with the rest of this, uh, this, this bit because Steele's got to go off, go off onto Facebook and bully preteens, fat preteens um, into committing suicide. Because that's usually what he does on Sunday afternoons. Well, you're wrong with that. I don't, I don't bully the teens. I bully the tweens. Uh, the tweens. I like to get them when okay. they're, they're in junior high and they're still their emotions and they can't handle stuff and they might become suicidal from my cyberbullying. Nice cankles, fat ass. <laughs> I can totally see you typing furiously in the Facebook. <laughs> so, okay. All right. If you had to, like, let's say you're at the yeah. bar, would you bang Amy Schumer? Like, let's say she all of a sudden, for some weird twist of fate, is like, oh, my God, Steele's racist vocabulary is making me, you know, it's, it's flow like a river down there. Because in Trump's America, now I'm the hot guy with the ra- with all my racist slurs. Keep saying no, color. fucker. I mean, she's not, again, like you kind of painted her pretty perfect in your description of her a little uh, few minutes ago. She's not ugly, but she's not hot or beautiful either. She's just kind of average looking. So she's not like hideous. Like I fuck way more hideous and way fatter than Amy Schumer could ever dream of being, believe me. But yeah, so she's kind of just, she's just kind of frumpy. She's average looking. She's kind of thick and doughy. She's not like, you know, like she does all, I know she posed in like the sports illustrated body issue or did something like that. Or was it, or one of the girls yeah, magazines yeah, or something where she or poses something. her clothes off. But like we keep like a lot of, a lot of like Hollywood or the entertainment industry keep trying to sell to us that she, Oh, she's sexy. She's a smart, intelligent, funny woman. Yeah. She's not a size two, but she's sexy in her own way. They keep trying to sell us that. My answer is she's not sexy. Quit trying to sell it to me. That doesn't mean I won't fuck her at two in the morning at the bar, but she's not sexy. So let's stop trying to play that card that she is and force her down our throat and being, you know, sexy because she's smart and intelligent and funny. Because she's not. <laughs> she still has the body of a fucking girl, every girl that lives in the trailer park around the corner from me. Steele, I think you're going to be fine in Trump's America. I think you're going to be fine. <laughs> you're going to do well. All right, we got, we got one more rant here, and this is about, uh, I guess, autism? Holy shit. I keep being bombarded with the following two commercials. The first is an ad for a psoriasis medication that shows a bunch of people speaking into the camera and they keep saying, see me. Well, one of the broads is 300 pounds. Look, sweetie, you're 300 pounds with psoriasis. Believe me, we not only see you, we can't miss you. The other ad is for autism with the catchphrase autism speaks, which frankly, I think discriminates against Tourette's syndrome. I mean, why not Tourette's speaks? Sure, when a Tourette speaks, he usually yells out faggot purple nigger cunt, but he still speaks, and he warrants just as much of a voice as any of those autistic pricks. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to go. Horse shit, fuck. I mean, pussy asshole cock. Dude, I, I love Tourette's, people with Tourette's. I wish we had some, I wish we had some people with Tourette's in my office. I think that would just be entertaining. Oh, they're the best. Ooh. It's the best ailment to have. For what's, sure. What's funny about my office is like they really, really strive for diversity. So we have like uh, two dwarves working there. We have a couple like, <laughs> yeah, now we do. We have two dwarves working there. We have people of all colors. And then we have even have a couple people that are, I would say, obese. Like you, if you looked oh at God. them, they would be obese. Like they can't use the normal stalls. And the, there's this, there's a guy that has to use the handicap stall because he can't even fit in the regular stall. So I'm surprised they haven't just hired someone with like, you know, Tourette's or something just because like we need a Tourette's person in here. Let's go get another autistic guy. Well, yeah, I mean, do they have an autistic guy? Yeah, like they, a rain man? Well, there's a lot of uh, 
I know you, you don't work in an office, a lot of developers and engineers, but a lot of these guys are so socially uh-huh. retarded that I think they're, they're on the autism spectrum. Like they're, they're somewhere okay, so on there. They're, they're be, socially awkward. In other words, they're kind of, they can do a niche thing like numbers or whatever, yeah, but yeah. they're socially like, awkward in any other setting. Sit, sit them yeah. in front of a computer. They will code you a whole website in a matter of days, but you know, have them go and, uh, and have coffee with a girl, they, they wouldn't know what to do. They couldn't even look her in the eyes or staring on the ground. They're like looking at, you know, like tapping on their, their, their watches. It's just like, yeah, it's this, it's that form, which I think is a form of mild autism, I suppose. I, what kind of pissed me off is when they said Asperger's isn't a thing anymore. It's now just in the autism spectrum, the autism rainbow. But it's like Asperger's is one of the coolest sounding names for a disease or, or malady or whatever the fuck you want to call it that I've ever heard. I love that. Asperger's. It, it is a great name. In fact, when I first heard it, I didn't realize it was an ailment. I thought it was like some new asparagus hamburger or something. <laughs> I thought, it was, oh, that sounds kind of good. And then I realized it has something to do with the autism spectrum. And I'm like, ah. Well, maybe that isn't so good. But, yeah, it's a great name for a disease. I don't know if there was actually somebody named Asperger's that came up with the name or if they just named it that. But, yeah, the whole autism thing was real trendy. It still is because I still see billboards and I still see this advertisement they show all the time for Autism Speaks. But it seems like it's not it's not as hip as it was because I remember there was a time a couple of years ago it seemed like everybody was trying to claim that their son had autism mm, or their daughter was yeah. autistic and you know at one level or another at some end of the one end of the spectrum or the other. I don't know if it's still as is like hip to do that because I don't hear as many people trying to sell to everybody how autistic their per- their their child is anymore. So I don't know if it's still that. Uh, trendy or that popular, but yeah, it's still popular enough to get billboard uh, warrant billboard ads. Well, I remember but, a few uh, years ago, wasn't it? There was almost like a witch hunt for things that cause autism. Like, don't give your kid Dr. Pepper; he's going to have autism, and it's or no vaccines. Like, we don't want to give him a polio vaccine; he'll get autism. So, I don't know if they're still doing that. I don't know. Are they? I think they do with, I think whatever happens to be the hot topic at the moment, autism was all the rage like a few years ago. Everybody got autism. One in fucking, uh, every two and a half kids has autism. You probably have autism. We all have autism. So I think when it was all the rage, I think they were trying to come up with, oh, well, let's try to fit. Let's just throw this out there as a cause and see where what sticks. And I think they wind up, you know, now that that's kind of died down and people don't give as much of a shit about autism as they once did. I think now it's, it's now something else they're trying to find. Oh, this will cause such and such, like fucking the Zika virus. Oh, don't eat that's got Zika in it. You know, it's like, oh, don't take, don't blow a guy behind a dumpster because he has Zika. You know, I mean, everything's you know. So I think Zika is now the hot thing. And a year from now, who knows what the fuck? It'll be. You know, AIDS was very hot and very topical in the late '80s and early '90s, and you know, nobody fucking talks about that anymore. And back then, everything caused AIDS. You sit on a toilet seat, you got AIDS. Oh, that stripper just took off her g-string. You got a crab in your eye. That crab has. AIDS, you know, so it's, oh, you know, it's, it's AIDS, a, a, AIDS was just, yeah, no, every, everybody was just, uh, just completely frightened of AIDS back in the day. Do you remember like the, how, how much of a bombshell it was when Magic Johnson was HIV positive? He didn't even have AIDS, he had HIV and right, everybody right. was like, oh my God. Yeah, well, I remember uh, when I was a kid, I took a, uh, our family, my, my dad went on conventions like in all every city in the country, every, like every year there'd be a different city or whatever that the conventions would be held in. 
and he'd sometimes take the family if he could get us out of school. And I remember once I went, uh, we went to San Francisco. This was back in the early eighties, maybe right, right after the gay pneumonia or AIDS kind of <laughs> started hitting the news, your nightly news, you know, with John Chancellor or whatever every night. And I remember I was afraid to eat the sourdough rolls in a restaurant because I thought maybe the guy who needed the dough had AIDS. <laughs> Dude, okay. know, it's, it's, obviously, San Francisco was the AIDS capital of the world back then. I'm thinking, well, what if this guy just got home, or what if this guy just got to the restaurant to bake the dough, and he just woke up, he had an AIDS blanket around him, and he had, he had his fist up his partner's ass, and now he's got AIDS, and he's making my bread. So, yeah, I was afraid to eat the sourdough rolls in San Francisco on the wharf back in 1982 because of the AIDS. Do you remember uh, back in, well, you, might, you might remember this, back in high school, Kessler and I used to make all these prank calls and make prank call tapes. This is before the Jerky Boys, too, because we had like a Radio Shack thing that we jerry-rigged to record our phone calls. And like we thought we were really funny and clever doing this, and the Jerky Boys came on and like blew us all away because they are fucking hilarious. But um, I remember one of the bits that we used to do is we would call the National AIDS Hotline. And just ask him just really stupid questions, but in like a retarded kid's voice. So I would call up and I'd be like, uh, this guy next door to me, this guy next door to me came and gave me a Twinkie. Am I going to get AIDS? And the guy, and usually the people on the other end were like, you know, probably a a homosexual that was working for the AIDS hotline. It was just like, "Uh, no, sir, you can't get AIDS that way. Well, I think you took out the creamy filling and filled it with semen. So if I ate that, would I get AIDS? And they would get so upset. Like, they would get so mad at me. And we used to, I mean, we, yeah, there were, like, tapes floating around of, like, an hour's worth of phone calls to the National AIDS hotline. I don't even know, is there still a hotline for that? I don't know. Oh, I mean, there's, God, there's a hotline for everything. I'm sure there is. But I, I think it's kind of rude of their... Like, didn't they have any sensitivity training that when, I mean, here's a a fucking, for all they know, this is a retarded child calling them about AIDS and they're getting upset and yelling at this kid. Didn't anybody give these AIDS hotline operators any diverse sensitivity, diversity training to say, Hey, if a retard calls in, don't (laughs) yell at them or make fun of them. And I mean, you're just asking is is a retarded kid, just a pretty innocent question about the neighbor with the fucking cum filled pinky. And not to mention, let's just say hypothetically, a gay man with AIDS. Let's say Magic Johnson, not even gay man. Magic Johnson took a Twinkie, hollowed it out, took all the creamy filling out, and just filled it up with his own semen. And you ate that right. whole Twinkie. Could you get HIV? Like, could you get it from just one Twinkie? I think you have a perfect, <laughs> you have a perfect legitimate question. I mean, and they didn't answer that for you because you no. asked them flat out. Well, yeah, okay, the Twinkie itself won't give me AIDS, but if he's shoved his cock in there and ejaculated, can I get AIDS? For, and I think the answer to that question would inevitably be don't eat the fucking Twinkie with a neighbor's ejaculate in it if he has AIDS. Well, I, my, I was asking, like, how many can I eat before I would get the AIDS virus? And then they'd get really mad at me. And I was just like, you know what? You're intolerant. Intolerance. Well, that's see, what it is. I mean, we live in such a hateful country. These, these, these fucking hate mongers that work at this AIDS hotline, I think, really need to be <laughs> reprimanded. This is wrong. This is wrong. <laughs> Yeah, and then I, I, I think, and then who knows? I mean, the, with the bad advice that they're giving me, I mean, they kept saying AIDS can't be transmitted that way, but who knows? I mean, it could, as far as they know, this could be a legitimate, you know, situation. There could be a guy next door to me. You know, I, I don't see why they're they're downplaying it and poo-pooing it as oh this is this is what a stupid question like they're so high and mighty and so more intellectual than everybody else. <laughs> well, answer the question because this poor kid. Eats the Twinkie, your whole box of fucking AIDS Twinkies, he's going to get AIDS. 
I, I, I hope Trump just totally fires the, all the people that work for that hotline and just put some more people in there, like maybe Giuliani or Newt Gingrich, or maybe puts like uh, Chris Christie in charge of the, uh, the, the gay hotline. Because, you know, that guy's well, Chris, eating a lot of Twinkies. He'll eat the eight Twinkies. He doesn't give a fuck what's in the Twinkie. He's going to eat the Twinkie. He's proven that he's eaten a lot of mass-produced cream-filled pastries over his lifetime. Exactly. Exactly. All right, Steele. Well, uh, that, that was another edition of Fistful of Steel. Um, I'm hoping to have you back on in a couple weeks for the holiday show. It's kind of an, an annual tradition. Um, hopefully, I don't know where you're going to be around for the holidays because you usually have a lot of plans. I know caroling and all the other things you do with uh, with the holidays. So, yeah, but, uh, I, and let's not forget in, in this new America of ours, I will be painting swastikas on all the Jews that live in town. I'm going to be painting swastikas in in the snow in the front yards because I'm that's what I'm going to be doing this this year now that we're under the new regime. But, you know, in the old regime, if you did that, women would be like, you're a racist. But now they're going to be like, let's have sex. Like, let's fuck. I'm going to fuck the Jewish princess that lives in that house before I even get to the driveway. Exactly. She's going to look out her window and go, who's this guy painting the swastika in my front yard in the snow? Oh, it's steel. God, he's sexy. He's so hot. I love when he says colored. Yeah, instead of being anti-Semitic, I'm going to be inside some Jewish pussies. I'm some Jewish broad's pussy before the end of the night. This is. I'm loving what what this next four years is going to have in store for me. Yeah, no, I I, I think you're going to be fine. So anyway, you'll be. I'll, I'll uh, invite you back here uh, a couple weeks here for the for the annual holiday show. Hopefully, I can get Wackerly and my brother on the show. My brother, my brother recently broke his arm. He broke his or his hand. He broke his hand, and I asked him. I was like, uh, well, "Too many hand jobs or violent hand jobs? What's going on?" And he he gave me a cryptic answer. He just said. Uh, no, fuck off. So, so I don't know what happened here. Something. So. Can I, if we're in the guessing mode and we're all putting in, uh, you know, you guess that it's hand job. I'm guessing it was elbow deep fisting. <laughs> uh, you know what? If, if you think about it, there's a lot of danger that could happen to that. It's like you're elbow deep and, the, and what if the guy just like, you know, moves to the right or something or, or shakes or tries to answer his cell phone or something. You know, snap, yeah, because you know it, you need an orthopedist to come set your arm and put it in a sling. Yeah, that's that 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 can always go wrong. You, if this thing is something you got to be real careful of how you go yeah. about doing it. Yep, yep. It's it's, it's like uh, it's like brain surgery. You got to be very careful, very meticulous, or uh, you might have some uh, some broken bones. So, so we'll find out about that. But anyway, until then, Steele, thanks for being on the show, and uh, take it easy. All right. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. When you select your one free item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs, plus a free exclusive gift. And to top it all off, they'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And what's that free exclusive gift? It's the Clip Bumper, the ideal pleasure ring for couples. He'll love the way this love ring lets him stay harder, longer. It increases the strength of orgasm, and she'll love the way the pleasure nubs thrill her sweet spots. The unique bumper stimulates her clitoris, and it's soft and stretchy for a comfortable fit. The Clip Bumper's made of premium silicone, it's waterproof, and it's compatible with all water-based lubes. Use code DIDDLE at checkout. That's D-I-D-D-L-E at adamandeve.com. 
So we got a few phone calls to get to. Uh, 323-522-4032 is that number. Hells yeah. Um, you know who we heard from? And I was, you know, I've spent hmm. at least a few seconds wondering what happened to this guy. Yeah. Nigga face called back. Ah, uh, yes. Nigga face. I was wondering what happened to him. It's been months. It it's, been, it's been months. It's been too long. So nigga face called us with a, with a two-part phone call. So let's play part one. All right. Yo, what's up, freaking raw nation? Guess who's the fuck out them bars, motherfuckers? In the face. He's out of jail. Yeah, he said, guess who the fuck's out them bars? Yeah, yeah I got a couple things to say to play out. I, uh, I've just been listening to freaking wrong because it's not easy to get up in the house. <laughs> this fucking slut nigga. Do they, uh, do they allow you to, like, have an iPod? No. So yeah, so you can't. They don't. You can, they don't have an internet access. There's no internet at all. They don't even have a library. So I'm, maybe some places do. Hmm. Some. I think he was in prison in Utah. My guess is. Do you remember no. why? Did he assault somebody? What What happened? Um, it was like. I think he was on drugs. Behavior yeah, lewd and behavior. That's assault what it was. or something. I don't know something. I'm very suspicious of everybody now. Ever since uh, you know the the Langston Hughes with a stroke. Oh, uh, what Quigley? Yeah. Ever since Quigley, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Quigley down under. Ever since that guy, I'm just, I don't believe anybody's. Real. So you think everyone could be a fraud? Do you think this guy's a fraud? I don't know. I talked to him the other day. Um, Does he have the same type of of tone of voice, like as yeah, but affectation? I mean, but that could be, uh, yeah, yeah, that could be. I mean, it's on. it's you know, generally I tend to err on the side of. Sure, that's real, because I don't give a shit. Harrison wants to believe. I do want to believe. Um, so wait, he's talking right here. He's referring to the Flint nigga. Oh, yeah. There's another caller. Remember that beef, guys? There was some beef. What there was the beef about beef. that? Because was... Flint nigga was like, man, that nigga face is bad news, man. You should hang out with that dude, man. That's what it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. And then he called him out. He's like, you yeah. come to Flint town, yeah. and we'll like bust a cap in your ass or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. You know what, dude? I ain't going to threaten you on air or nothing. Why don't you come down to Colorado? I'll take you down to Hot Springs. You got to hop in first. You don't want to. Don't worry. I got a couple of things. Wait, wait, wait. I think he's threatening to throw uh, Flint nigga in one of those infernal pits of uh, acid, burning acid. The Hot Springs? At Yellowstone or whatever. I thought he meant, like, I'll take you down to Hot Springs to, like, a a natural sauna. Oh. You know, those spas, a natural spa. And they would just, like, have a spa treatment, get a mani-pedi. I mean, either way, six okay. and one, half dozen in the other. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you what, the one fucking crazy thing about jail is, y'all, it's so much easier to get real drugs than it is cigarettes. Unless you want to get some fucking pipe tobacco, fucking home world smoke. Shit, gay. Hmm. He, yeah, he was telling me it was like $75 for a single cigarette or something. Wow. Yeah. But you could go get like some blow from somebody. You can, yeah, crack. you can go get some heroin for like 50 bucks. Wow. Know. But 75 bucks for one cigarette. Yeah. God, that's crazy. Do you remember back in the day, cigarettes were currency in prison? Yeah. I guess they still are. But, uh, it, but back in the day, you could bring yeah, like now a they're carton. Like, now they're like bitcoins. To, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, oh, man. Sorry, guys. I'm really fucked up. I can't even fucking comprehend many things. Yeah, he sounds like he's calling us from the Jack in the Box drive-through window or something. <laughs> I don't even know. What the yeah, fuck's the going the, on. the uh, audio quality is not yeah, that great with no, this call. No. Uh, 
So I had a worse shit story happen in there than that fucking hobo shit was in me, believe it or not. And uh, I almost caught more time for it. The only thing that kept me from it was the fact that he hit me first. I fucking, uh, I was laying there, bong bong, motherfucker, I was sitting there sleeping. This guy just, like, wills shit stories into reality. I know, I was about to say, I don't know too many people that mm. have had this many altercations with feces. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've, you know, I've, I've seen some homeless guys shit, shit, shitting themselves, but I don't think I've ever been defecated on, nor have I defecated on someone. I'm, I'm sure you got, uh, you know, some specks flying off the shit hanger. They, oh, that there, went, there, there that were went some, in your eye, and then you get pink eye. There were some flying fecal matter, yeah, yeah. you know, in, so, in my youth. But yeah. he's saying this was like, you know, mm. he's in the they, they share a cell. Yeah, his bunk mates on top of him. Mm. He's in the lower bunk. Right, and then shit happens. Yeah. I fucking took a shit on me. Got up and just started punching. I first punched him right in his ball sack. Damn. Right to the fucking wall. I just started beating his ass. So Josh came and broke it up. And I had to go to uh, Solitaire. I tell you what, dude, Solitaire. Okay, so I, you know, it's it's difficult to understand him, yeah. but it sounded like the guy shit on him from the top bunk. I'm not quite sure I don't know how, how that would that happen. Happens. Yeah, let's uh, just talk about the physics of this. Okay, like I mean, obviously you have to lift up the mattress and. Shit or was the... it just? Do you think it was like a liquid S- shit that just kind of went off the side oh. onto him? Don't and like was nigga face sleeping? Did it get in his mouth? Like, mm. I, I, I mean, <laughs> so then, come on! So that he reached over, just punched mm. him in the nuts. Yeah. God, mm. he definitely. Then now there's a lesson learned: don't shit on nigga face. No. So then they got into a fight. He beat his ass and went and to don't solitaire. Get shit on by him. If, yeah, if you you're don't a, don't do that. If you're a hobolo. Yeah. Right. That's the really good. You think you're fucking hard, motherfucker? Yeah, and being being alone ain't nothing, man. Stay alone by yourself for over fucking two weeks. That shit changed your mind. But yeah, Flint, why don't you fucking come down to Colorado? We hang out, motherfucker. Oh shit. Love to see your face. It's on. It's a, it's a whole different thing to accuse a motherfucker over something. And then, uh. It's like some Jay Z Kanye shit going yeah, on. Yeah, this is a real beef. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as it is to seeing him face to face. All we need is all we need now is Jaden Smith clapping erratically. I'm thinking this is more of a Biggie Tupac thing. Okay, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, so in my nice pistols too. But uh, yo, uh, fucking Levin Harrison trying to get his ass out here before the 18th. Uh, He's supposed to send me a plane ticket. Oh, he is. Yeah. He's sending you a plane ticket before I go home for the holidays. I'm going hmm. to Niggaface Ranch. Apparently. Wow. If yeah. if this well, you, all plays out, you know. Do you think he's going to check you for wires? Supposedly, I have to leave my phone at a locker in the airport. Whoa! You think he's going to do a cavity search? No. All right. I, I hope not. <laughs> you know, or at least I hope he buys me dinner first. <laughs> Jesus. Simon, I hate you a lot less. Whoa! Mm. A lot, lot oh, less. Oh wow! Okay. That's That's... Being in here. You defended me as much, if not more so, than Harrison did with that stupid Flint cunt. I mean, that Flint guy who I would still love to have hang out at my house. Yeah. But, uh, He's so calm. Keep it straight. Keep it wrong. Stay on the fucking podcast. Y'all niggas don't want to listen. Y'all can suck my big, fat, hairy, white nigga face dick. All right, y'all.
I think this is actually the first time I ever fucking finished a call. Yeah. Okay, well, he didn't no, quite finish. Didn't quite he finish. almost did. Wow, you know, the, I, I I don't recall defending him, but I, I must have. I Maybe I did. So, you sure. Know. Which is, which is nice. It's every you know, now and then you'll do random things. Do you think when you're stuck in solitary for like two weeks, you do start like ruminating on your life and relationships that you've had? And yeah, you mentize, mend, mend some of the beef. Yes. Well, that's good. That's good, and uh, it's good to hear from you, nigga face. Mm-hmm. I, I well, like that. part two. Oh, all right. Let's let's, get, let's get into part two. Yo, it's Nigga again. Call back. Is he at a carnival? That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Where does nigga face hang out? I don't know. I'm seeing Jack in the Box straight to the carnival. Yeah, straight to the carnival. Maybe he works in the carnival. Maybe he's got a gold claim at the carnival. Maybe. Reconnoitering their fucking rims out maybe there. Maybe he uh, maybe he manages the ring toss or something. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Simon, just let me know. I have a ticket for you, too. Oh. I have no problem with your ass coming out of here. You know, I don't really like you that much. <laughs> but it's an olive branch. I'm going to you now. Ooh, watch the fucking phone, dude. Yeah. Why stay out there in that way and talk as much shit as you want? Either way, I'm happy. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. You have a good night. And again, fuck strength. Peace, y'all. Oh, yeah, and fuck our new orange slush, you fucking flavor-haired president. You know about that shit until, like, probably about a week ago. That fucked up. I got... You got to figure that the information gets around prison. I was about to say, like, don't jail, they get to, you know? don't they have like access to news in jail? I'm sure, even if they didn't, a guard would mention it, or they, you know. Yeah, but maybe he was in solitary. They're all throwing those weird little papers around that you open up, and then you like, that, and then you, you know, those things. Oh yeah, yeah, like cells. one of those little origami things. Yeah, one of those had, origami yeah. things, and then you find out who likes you. Do you, you think uh, before they throw you in solitary, they get let you take a shower? Like, do you think he still had shit I, I on think him I, when he was in? The- <laughs> probably because I think in solitary you get to shower maybe once every five days. Or something okay, like that. so you probably did eventually at the mm, shower, but yeah. yeah. And you gotta, you gotta get your, you gotta wear your shower shoes. Oh, uh, just because of uh, athlete's foot? Yeah, yeah, and traction and stuff, you know? Oh, yeah, you don't yeah. want to slip in the shower. No, no, no. That, that's no, a, no, that's no, a bad no, thing no. to do. Yeah. Um, so well, he... I, I was talking to a guy the other day that was on parole, and uh, th- this parole officer was fucking with him. Like, you know, you're doing this and you're doing that. And he's like, you know what? Go home and get your fucking shower shoes and come back. <laughs> Which is, means he violated, you know, parole. He's going back in jail. But he was just... F- trying to fuck go get your shower shoes go get your shower shoes go get your fucking shine box yeah that's what it made me think of go get your fucking shine box it's like your shower shoes so 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 what nigga face must have been crushed when he realized that trump is the president i you know i was wondering about that no he was like he had the same reaction you did yeah he's like i'm a white guy it's it's fine who cares but you know i was wondering about that who like if if it was before the election? Who do you think nigga face would have supported? Would you have said Trump or would you have said Hillary? Um, hmm. I would have almost said neither because I don't think nigga face votes. Yeah, I don't think he gives a shit. Yeah, I don't think yeah. he votes either. But yeah. hmm. I mean, he, he probably has a felony, so he probably can't vote anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably wouldn't be allowed to vote. Yeah, but yeah, that is that is kind of funny. He is not a supporter. 
of uh, of our new president. No. Well, um, well, yeah. he's your new president, so you got to support him. So, what are the odds of you going out to uh, Colorado? If he sends me the ticket, I'm doing it. You're gonna do it? Yeah. Well, all yeah. right. Well, I'm 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 looking forward to hearing about this uh, this excursion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good to hear from you, nigga face, and uh, and uh, congratulations, and Mazel Tov on being released from prison. Hopefully, you don't go back there anytime soon. No. Um, he is one of my favorite callers. He's great. Yeah. He's great. We're great to have. We're we love having him back. Well, I talk a lot of shit. Especially but, now there's a beef. Yeah, beef I talk a lot of shit, dope. but I appreciate hearing from yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. I really yeah. do. Okay, we got another call here from a guy who uh, wants to, quote unquote, test our straightness. All right. Hey, you're getting wrong. Cali Bear. So, I was listening to old From the Villa episode, and I thought I'd bring back the segment, Would You Rather? Uh, I was knocking around a couple ideas. I think uh, I'm going to go with... So... Would you rather eat out, like, an 800-pound chick or have sex with a condom with, like, a really good-looking man? Like, uh, like Burt Reynolds? I mean, Kevin Bacon's not really that hot anymore, but, like, how about uh, Kevin Bacon. like Justin Timberlake or something? I don't know. Like, somebody mm. that's good-looking. Even, like, like, you can't deny he's good-looking. Um, you might not be gay for him, but you think, you know, he's like a good, like, you'd want to look like him back. Now, there's a thing that's like, you know, is is he a prison fuck, right? If you're in prison, well, are and you, you need saying, to fuck something. Yeah, you need to fuck something. Is this the guy you're going to fuck? And usually the answer is like, well, how androgynous is this creature? Mm. You know, that's what you need to ask yourself. So, so he's, That's what I asked myself. But he's he's saying like these are men that I find personally attractive. Like Kevin Bacon, Timberlake. I think he's saying these are men that people magazine attractive. finds uh, universally attractive. Yeah, so it's like a but sexiest man of the year. But it's interesting when he's like the first man he thinks of. It's like Kevin Bacon or Timberlake. You know, I bet I bet you he's probably at least had a couple thoughts about Timberlake. See, I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I think he's literally that. recalling that Timberlake was the sexiest man alive one year in some magazine. So, so I guess okay. Yeah. So it just, uh, yeah, uh, mm. a generically attractive man, yeah, universally accepted as being an attractive man would be Timberlake. But if you're not attracted to men, that won't it, matter. It, it, does, it, it doesn't, doesn't really matter. matter. They got to look like a woman as close as possible. Yeah. So why wouldn't he yeah. go for a more effeminate, famous man like Bowie or something? You know. I guess Bowie kind of looked like a woman. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but at that point, why not just go for like, uh, you know, like Iggy Pop and be like, "Yeah, I totally fucked Iggy Pop in the ass." Uh, I don't know about Iggy Pop. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, what else does he say? Before, right, is, is there right. a part two? You know what I mean? Like, you get to fuck him, or you have to eat out like the grossest, like the fattest chick on the planet. You know what I mean? So, knocking it around. I don't know. I guess we'll test your straightness or whatever. Anyway, I don't know if that what that. Yeah, tests, I, I don't know how that really to keep it long. I, I don't know how that really tests yeah. your straightness, your virility. I mean, what if you can't get hard to fuck the dude? You know, then does you got to get pretty fucking hard to fuck somebody in the ass. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. How the fuck? Yeah, you can't just shove it in there. Yeah, yeah. It's, you gotta. You definitely have to be erect. Like, how the fuck are you gonna do that? I, I I don't know, man. And plus, you know, an eight hundred pound woman can't shower like a normal person, so she can't. Yeah, but you know, that let, asshole is is not. Cl- is well, not let's clean. say they've hosed her down. Okay, I mean, right. obviously, I don't want to like after she ate like mm. a you know like a 
a, a wheelbarrow mm. full of Taco Bell. I'm not going to do that. Okay. I mean, I'm just saying, like, yeah. she's been bathed by the zookeepers, and they sprayed her down. Okay. She's clean. Versus... She just she just had a big big like uh, trough of cuttlefish. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's what she's. So, so the, yeah. the what he's asking us: Would you rather? Which I personally. You know, we, we did a, a moratorium on would you rather questions because, yeah. you know, a while ago we used to do thought experiments. We haven't received one of those in a while, but they, they all came down to like, would you rather like have yeah. someone pop a zit in your mouth or like, yeah. you know, eat a nugget of shit off of someone's finger? It's like they came down to all these questions. And so I remember and they're uh, dumb. Yeah. I remember we just were like, yeah. no, this is stupid. Like if yeah. it's a thought provoking thing, we would do it. So it's been a while. The first time I was ever exposed to that was a dream I had when I was a child, when I was maybe eight years old or something. Do you have sex with Bowie? No, no. I had oh. Mickey Mouse caught me in a cage. He had me in a cage and he's like, and he had a giant bee and a regular sized bee. And he's like, would you rather have the little bee sting you or the big bee eat you? And I'm like, fuck you. You know, like, That's weird. I don't want to do either of those. This sucks. I'm allergic to bees. And hmm. why are you doing this? And then I woke up. Was it your dad wearing a Mickey Mouse suit? Probably. Okay. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, he had a funny sense of humor. Yeah. And the bee was his penis. Right. Um, so in this case, though... You're saying, like, you got to look on the scale of androgyny. So if it's a very androgynous-looking man, you know, or a very fe effeminate-looking man, mm. it's almost like having sex with, like, a trans woman. Yeah. Or, like, you know, like a, even, like, a Thai hooker that's yeah. just, you know, it, it, that's just super skinny. Oh, you know what's sad, though, about Santa? There was this, like, Filipino maintenance man who wanted a lady boy for Christmas. And uh, I was going to get it for him, but now I don't. I don't work there anymore, so I can't. Wait a second. Did he sit on your knee? No. He was just like, I want the lady boy. And I'm like, I know some, and I can help you out. Did he have, was he there with his children, or is he by himself? He's the maintenance man in the place where I change into the Santa suit. <laughs> so <laughs> he, he, did, he said, I want a lady yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. He wanted a lady boy. That is so weird to come yeah. up to Santa and be like, I want a well, lady no, boy. Well, no, no, no. The photographer was like, you know, Emilio here wants a lady boy. And he's like, yes, I do. I want the lady boy. And I'm like, well... <laughs> You're talking the right man, you know? <laughs> do you think Santa could do that? Is that within his power to hook people, like to be kind of a pimp? It's within my power. Hmm. That's, so. that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, so we get down here. It's like, you know, fucking androgynous looking man would be like, you know, fucking a trans woman, which yeah. I don't think is that bizarre. Whereas how often do you ever get to like even see an asshole on like an 800 pound obese woman like that? I've never even seen anything like that. Yeah, I mean, it's probably like, there's probably like a, you, you'll stick your tongue on that thing and then all of a sudden it's this portal to fucking Narnia, you know? <laughs> you just go through the yeah, looking yeah. glass into Narnia, yeah. yeah. A topsy-turvy world, Johnny Depp's the Mad Hatter doing go-go dancing. Oh, that fucking shit. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, I never saw that movie. Oh, it's the um, worst. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd say in this situation, I'd rather, mm. and not, not for like, you know, for fear of being gay or something. Mm. Um, I would rather go for something completely unusual and weird because the whole situation is pretty unusual and weird. So if right. I'm forced to make this arbitrary decision, I'm going to go for the licking the huge 800 pound woman's asshole just mm. because it's a, a bizarre experience. Whereas you can go mm. to Thailand and fuck a lady boy. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so, so that's what I'm saying. Asian men, right? Well, what about you? They come close. What? what? Which one would you rather? I don't know, man. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, like 
How long do you have to eat out her asshole for? That's that's, that's my what I'm question. saying. It's like yeah. fucking a dude. You're actually penetrating that yeah. person. If you just have to put your tongue on her asshole yeah. and like you're done, because it's one of those things that you do it and it's like you think you're doing it for like fucking twenty minutes, and then it turns out you were doing it for two minute two minutes. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's the thing. So, I, I think I would I would I would go for the uh, <laughs> yeah. The, uh, yeah, I mean that, that that at least is something I could I know I could I could pull that off the brown zone. Yeah, yep. Why not? So. I uh, I would be interested in seeing the portal. Right. You know, in uh, parallel wash dimension. myself with a rag <laughs> on a stick. <laughs> All right, people, mm. you can call the show at uh, three two three five two. <clears throat> people can call the show at three two three five two two four zero three two. Uh, we got to get out of here. Um, best way to listen to shows is via iTunes. We do appreciate that. Yeah. Subscribe, rate, comment. Um, we we uh, it boosts visibility for the show. It's a, it's an easy way to support us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, one small tea left of the Aleister Crowley design. I think I have a couple of the the white teas. If not, just go to signalwrongpodcast.com slash store and you can go to the cafe press store. Yeah, and there's a link to it, and there's a bunch of new T-shirts there. Uh, for song of the week, uh, some guy called in about this. Uh, let, let's. I think it's uh, the police are over there song. All right, gentlemen. A suggestion for your song of the week would be the police are over there, which is by a Welsh band who are jokers called the Goldie Looking Chain. This song is about walking home when you're stoned and worrying about a police van coming after you. The interesting thing about it is it's based on a children's song called Walking in the Air, about a snowman that flies across the sky. Firstly, watch a video called The Snowman. Following that, download the song called The Police Are Over There and see how much of a good parody it is. It's a great song, and it really encapsulates how you feel when you're stoned. You know, I'm glad that everyone in Wales is on heroin now. (laughs) (laughs) Who the fuck needs snowmen flying around? I don't need that shit. I'm just hoping they're too fucked up to even breed, and Mm. we have to worry about that. Um, You ever been to Cardiff? I've never been to Cardiff. Oof. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, everyone was infirm in some way. Wasn't you know? Lemmy from Wales? I don't know. I think so. I, I mean, there are places Originally. in Wales that I've been to that are awesome, but Cardiff ain't one of them, man. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I've seen pictures yeah. online of like a Saturday night at 2 in the morning or 12 at night or whatever in Cardiff, and it's like you know, women are puking on each other. Everybody's got something wrong with off them. the ground. Yeah, yeah, it's not right. It's yeah, not it's, right. It is scary. <laughs> It's like Darwin just took a shit on everybody. Um, you know, they, they, this guy didn't even get the song right. The song is called Paranoia. It's not Police Are Over There. Police Are Over There is, is a, a lyric in it. But it's by this band Goldie Looking Chain. And we actually, they're kind of like a novelty rap band. You ever heard of them? I think so. Like Somebody a, was... We, we played them before. Okay, I, don't know yeah. if, I don't know if it was since you've been doing this show. But we have played them before. They did a song mm. called Your Mother's Got a Penis. Okay. And we, we played that one. And that's a, right. that's a pretty funny song. Uh, but this is, this is a good song, and it kind of goes with the song we played last week, mm. where we were saying about, like, don't eat your weed. Right. Remember that? They're a novelty group, like, uh, what's that one? The Scottish one, pop group or whatever? Is like, there a Scottish rappers rap from novelty the 80s, band? Kind of weird. I don't know if I know them. Guard shit. It's interesting. Would well, you ever listen to Two Live Jews? Yes, I've listened it's, to it's Two Live Jews. It's a novelty rap. There's yeah. another, another novelty rap right, act. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this, this song's called Paranoia. And yeah, that, there is nothing worse 
then when yeah, you know you have like a, a bunch of drugs in your system and some drugs on your person, mm-hmm. and then you see a cop just kind of standing there eyeing you suspiciously, yeah, yeah, and then it's like your stomach just drops, yeah, or like you ever do that, you know, when you get pulled over and you're driving and it's like. You just smoked a bunch of weed, and then the cop pulls you over. And you're like, "Oh fuck, yeah. I got to deal with this." Or like you're on acid, and you need to you need to go into the store and buy a Snapple. Yeah. But it's like <laughs> you reach into your pocket for some change, and change just keeps pouring out of your pocket onto the floor for like an hour. <laughs> and you're like, and you're standing there in the doorway. Yeah. And the the sensor's going off yeah. like bing, bing, bing. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been in that situation. Yeah. It sucks. Or I I hate when you're like, yeah, you want to buy like a Snapple or something, or orange juice to yeah. kick in the LSD. Right. And it's like you forget how currency works. Right. You know, you're just like, I don't understand what this is. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, no, it's, it's a horrible situation. Anyway, we're going to end the song here with Paranoia by Goldie Looking Chain. Thanks, caller, for calling that in. People will be back next week at episode 562. Until then, take it sleazy. Sirens wail and lights start to dance I try to act normal but I'm shitting my pants Walking faster, look over my shoulder It's calming down now, the trail's getting colder Turn a corner, I'm in for a shock I stared at a copper and now our eyes lock Time stand still, fuck me does he know About the pills, the acid, the speed and the bow Stuffed in my pockets, my hat and my shoes Should've got a taxi but I can't stand the cues He looks away, breathe a sigh of relief Situations like this are nothing but grief The peace of Two cones burn bright from the bong Sample the mix, walking home like a moron Fear follows in a line behind Fills my mind, makes my senses go blind I hear footsteps followed by a diesel van See the blue lights being followed by the man It's getting late and I'm packing the drawer Do I tell him that I lost my dog like twice before? It won't work, I'll say my grand's just died Failing that, I'll say I'm looking for a cab ride My brain is racing and my legs turn to wood If the police see my eyes, they'll see I've been up to no good My mind's tripping through the paranoid zone I should've fucked it all off and called a pizza from home The pizza over there I tried to hide my Luggedy, I'll race speeding down the street I need to fuck a spliff, I better be discreet Skinning up on Newport Bridge, am I out of my mind? I looks in the mirror, the police are behind Got a pocket full of pills and a glove box full of Mary Jane I know, I lose them in a bus lane Taxi in the way, I'll never get past Those fucking copper cars are well fucking fast I've only got a shitty Vauxhall Nova I'll never give up, I'll never pull over Avoiding eye contact, the weaves in and out Nearly caused a pile up on the fucking roundabout Blue lights are flashing, here we fucking go I'm smoking up a spliff and my car thinks a blow Then he sped past me and drove away So I drove round slow for the rest of the day Flashing blue lights, reading my rights Drama, smoking marijuana makes me fucking calmer Charlie Tango Alpha, I'm paranoid I'm shitting myself, but it ain't fucking hemorrhoids It's on my eggs, it's on my car I ain't going down, so piss it wanga Oh no, hang on, it's 2A Bob With his new boyfriend giving him a hand chop He starts to sweat, his hands on his chopper Roll another fat one, he ain't a fucking copper I've got paranoid with my herbal cigs And when I go out, I waste that glasses on wigs Eyes are watching me everywhere, I can see them but I can feel the stare, gotta hold on tight when I see the police Don't wanna have a, uh, an unexpected release The pizza over there I tried to hide my feet against death They're watching you The 
think he's actually seriously considering Romney, or do you think it's a big carry type setup for Romney? You think it's going to be because <laughs> yeah, Romney, because well, Trump is all about revenge. In his books, he talks about it. In all these, you know, accounts of him talking this shit about dinners, uh, he's really into revenge. Okay, and Romney talked mad shit. Yeah, about mad him. shit. Yeah. yeah. So everyone kind of. But what, thinks what that. do you think he's going to set up? So at the end, that Romney thinks, he, and then he's going to be like, "Psych." Yeah, yeah. You really think? No, he's not going to do that. He said in his book, he's like, if somebody screws you, you have to go screw them 10 times hard. But how's he going to screw him? He's like, yeah, I'm not choosing you from Make the camera. Make him look like an idiot. Make him look well, like a fool. You know what he said? I he, mean, why would you have a secretary of state that doesn't drink? That's retarded. We, like half of the world, they resolve everything through alcohol. You know what he did say, though? He said, the only way I'd really consider you, if you made a public apology to the American people that you apologize to me. Right. And I think what he probably will do is have Romney go on mm. there, you know, um, shove his dick between mm. his legs and go up and make a public apology yeah. in front of everyone. And then he's like, yeah, I'm going to choose Giuliani, my buddy Rudy. Right. That's well, what's I mean, the, the thing is, is yeah. that well, I don't even know why, because it could probably be just as humiliating to actually be the secretary of state in that administration. To actually work for that man? Oh, my God. You know? Yeah. Like, I, Romney's, what, a billionaire? Why would he do, why would he do what, that to himself? I don't understand why Romney would even consider it. It doesn't like, why make wouldn't Romney sense. just be like, I would never work for you? It doesn't make I, any I sense. I don't get it either. Yeah. I don't know. I guess because he'd have something next to his name other than the guy that failed that time. But did you see the, uh, the picture of his face, that facial expression he had while he was eating dinner with Trump? Yeah. He was just like, mm. it looked like he shit his pants. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> He shit his special underwear. 